0: So then once I got my stuff in order, because right, I have to practice what I preach, I then went out and got my certifications, the proper education in the financial space so that I can begin helping others achieve what I now felt as to what I call financial freedom. And people mistake that for a certain dollar amount? It's the freedom of being able to have options and doing what you want to do. So when I got to a, a, a place, because I'm not completely there, but a place at a point in time, that's when I started out in the business now, almost six years ago.
1: Welcome to Chatting Over Chowder. We're your hosts, Bethany and Caroline. Chatting Over Chowder is a podcast where we ask people in the podcasting industry what podcasts they listen to while eating
2: chowder. Join us for some fun, laughs, and tomfoolery. Get your spoon ready. We're about to dive in.
1: Katrina Dixon, thank you so much for being with us on Chatting Over Chowder. I am Bethany. And I'm Sherilyn. And we are the duo behind Crackers and Soup, a podcast management company. And today with us, we have Katrina Dixon. And I'm so excited that she's on here because she is going to get your finance life right. Go ahead, <laughs> Katrina. But before we do that, I am going to read your bio because you should know who you are. So, <laughs> but feel free to enjoy the soup. <laughs> Petrina Dixon is a personal finance expert, international speaker, and an award-winning author of the top-selling financial journal book, It's My Money Journal. Yes. Patrina was honored as 100 Woman of Color in 2018. She is an advocate for financial literacy and has a passion for serving her community and uses her company, P. Dixon Consulting, to offer money management coaching to her clients. Patrina shares financial content as a blogger, courses, and as host of the Money Exchange Podcast. Through her education received at the University of Hartford's Barney School of Business and the discipline she learned while achieving her financial management certificate from Cornell University, go ahead girl, allows her to thrive at teaching the importance of financial independence. Patrina has been featured in Black Enterprise, Yahoo Finance, Real Simple Experian, and Fox 61. To educate and enlighten youth and families on their finances. She is a wife and mother who resides in Connecticut. Virginia Dixie, go ahead, queen, financial queen. Oh, that, that's me? That's me? That's, oh, my
2: goodness. <laughs>
1: you go, girl. I like how you did that. Like, pss, she got her green shirt on. She got a It's My Money shirt. Go oh, ahead. All day, oh, representing, representing. Yeah. So, Virginia, <laughs> so, I'm... We actually had the opportunity to meet up during a summit and I was so intrigued with your presentation and what you had to say in regards to finances and how it correlates with podcasting that I think you had to go because you had a prior appointment and I immediately went to LinkedIn and stalked you and found you and followed you. And I was like, she's going to be my friend. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love
1: your energy. I love it so much. My goodness. <laughs> so tell our listeners a little bit about your experience in, in your history and financing, as well as your history in how how and why you wanted to create your podcast.
0: Sure. So first of all, thank you so much for having me on the show, for stalking me. Like, I love it. I'm so glad that we're able to connect and even meet after that session we were both on. So thank you for that. So that bio really gives it all. But I'll tell you quickly why why I got started and when I got started and then I'll go into podcasting. So I got started in a financial space because my finances were jacked up like they were really, really, really bad, bad credit, bad. And and at the time I didn't know this, I made a lot of money, but I spent a lot of money. And sometimes I spent it before I even got it. And then I thought if I went to the mall, they offered me a credit card, I signed my name and I got it that that mean my credit was good, right? They, this store gave me this credit card to buy stuff. So I was not educated on finances. I was spending money and using credit and sometimes not paying for it and just thought that that's how you did it. You got paid, you paid the next person or not. And as long as you were acquiring things, house, car, credit cards, then you were doing well. One day I learned that that was not true. And I began to be a student of money, of finances. And the experts before me at that time, I studied them, I followed them, I learned from them, I read about it So, and then got my finances in. Order. And then I'm like, I want to teach everybody how to do this. Like, oh my goodness, it really was the shift in mindset. And then it became the execution of the tactics, right? So then once I got my stuff in order, because right, I have to practice what I preach, I then went out and got my certifications, the proper education in the financial space so that I can begin helping others achieve what I now felt as to what I call financial freedom. And people mistake that for a certain dollar amount. It's the freedom of being able to have options doing what you want to do. So when I got to a, a, a place, cause I'm not completely there, but a place at a point in time, that's when I started out in the business now, almost six years ago. So I've been in it for about six years. So then you ask the question, why podcast? So my podcast is called the money exchange. And it, what I wanted to do was share stories of others that had overcome what I had, because it's, everybody can't take the same journey that I took. Everybody doesn't look exactly like me. They didn't start off where I started off. And I wanted to show that, you know what? There's so many others that are doing the same thing that had this situation. Now this is their situation. And they tell you how they got there. I also, on the show, I bring forth sometimes experts and sometimes folk like on a specific discipline, taxes or investing or whatever that is, because you want to also educate through this, but I love to talk, right? And when I learned the what? All I got to do is, put, uh, you know, the button on the computer and bring somebody on the screen with me and I can talk about something I love and I'm passionate about it. Woo! Podcasting became my thing. Oh my goodness. So it is one of the things that I do in the financial space that I absolutely love because I can talk, I can meet great people like you all, and that's what I do. And I completely enjoy it, completely enjoy it.
2: And loving what you do is so important and it shows within everything and and just how excited you are to spread that knowledge. What have you found to be the most rewarding sort of storyline of someone that's come to you? Because I know you've helped so many people.
0: Yeah, the rewarding storyline, I had a young lady, and it's ironic that you're asking me this question. That's why I know when things are aligned, they, they're supposed to happen, because I just resurrected a testimony that she sent to me. So she was a, a client of mine back in November. She went through my 90-day program, and this young, she's the youngest client that I've ever worked with. And her words to me, youngest client, paid client, because I've worked with younger students when the school or whomever paid me to go and work with them. But this is a client that the youngest that paid to work with me to coach Her words that she used in that video was you transform my life. So when I think about that, it reminds me of me doing why I do exactly what I do, that people lives can be transformed once they have a different comfort level in a lower stress level, because their finances are not the monkey on their back. So the word she chose the word transformed. She didn't say she helped me because her she increased her credit. She now has savings. You know, she's all in a different place. She didn't say she, she said all that stuff, but she said she transformed my life. So it's that kind of stuff that I Joy and that, that just happens to be something that she sent to me. And I was going through my phone for another reason. And I came across that and I just re- literally repost that last night. Like, like, I think it was like 1am or maybe that was this morning that I posted that. So yeah. So it's things like that. It's that aha moment. Like I used to live paycheck to paycheck and now I'm not, not because I gained any more money initially. It was because I started to look at my money differently and become more intimate with it. So therefore I'm going to treat it differently. So it's
1: that. And the information that you're providing for so many is worth, (laughs) worth its weight in gold. Because (laughs) as we had discussed you, you and I, during a previous conversation, people of color don't really talk about money. Mm. So a lot of people in the minority community, they just have experiences with, with money. But never have a discussion with, with their their parents on how they spend their money, how if they invest, what, what that even means and how they even got there, how they're living off of their pension and they're still thriving. Like how did that come to be? Mm-hmm. And for you for pe- for you to be inviting this conversation and you look like me <laughs> and you speak like me, and you're so relatable. Mm. So of course, I'm going to digest the information and the gems that you're dropping to me easily because I relate to who you are and what you look like and in your experiences. Yeah. So have you found that a lot more minorities, albeit women or men, are coming to you for your services, especially in like the last, especially like in 2020 when all of COVID broke down and, and this year?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you know what? I I am gonna in a moment I'm gonna tell you a quick story to get to the point that you made and 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 why it's really important. Representation is really important. But yes, I get a lot of people, and more so because I am who I am. I'm a um a black woman married with children, adult children, and you know I work a nine to five as well as my business. So people that have that. Relate to me more, but then I do have other people that relate to me as well. So I think it's really important in what you said about this past year. I think prior to this year, it was very hard to get people to understand they can too achieve financial freedom if they, like I said, do the tactical things that I share with them when I'm coaching. But I think people more so in this past, well, in 2020 into 21, had more of an interest because they saw with that their control, things could just completely shut down. Like you could lose your job, you can get sick, you can be in a hospital like, or not here and or your significant other. So therefore you own more of what you need to take care of. So people had more of a, an interest in learning. Okay, what do I need to do in case this happens? Unemployment hasn't started yet, even though I'm gonna get it back, but it hasn't and I still gotta pay bills. So yes, there was a, a definitely an uptick in interest and taking in information in different ways. So I had an increase in people listening to podcasts. I had an increase in people um, reading my blog and then requesting services, right? Because there is an investment to actually work one-on-one coaching. But I actually started the Facebook group um, because I wanted people to have what I call a safe space to be able to be transparent about what they need to help with, because people, they have to really get to that point, like to be transparent, like, I, my money's jacked up. I really don't want to tell anybody. I don't want anybody to know. And that is actually another reason why it's hard to get testimonials because. Even though I helped them get to a different place, they don't want to tell anybody that they had to coach and I can't share it unless they share it. Right. So, yes, I did see an uptick. I saw more people um, of all ages and I had a few male clients because I do work with more women than male that wanted to know. They wanted to feel they wanted that level of comfort. What can I do? How can I earn extra, you know, what are some side hustles I can start without, you know, with little to no capital. So I got all those kind of questions. So when I thought, wow. Because what I did more often than not pre-pandemic was going into rooms. So I go to schools, universities, organizations, and that completely shut down. I think the last time I went out was in the February of 2020. I'm like, what am I going to do? Because I didn't do a lot of virtual. And the virtual came to me, right? The request came into me. So it was really great. And then real quick, if I may, representation. So I usually have it behind me and I don't. But my second book, uh, which is coming out soon, it's My Money volume (laughs) 2. I got a lot of flack for putting my picture on the book. People said, not everybody's going to buy it because of who I am and on the cover. And I was adamant about being on the cover. It was important for me, for people to understand who was behind It's My Money, who is giving you this information. I don't want you to, I didn't want to be, vulnerable to you turning it over and seeing my little picture in the bottom corner. No, no, no. I want you to pick the book up because it was me that was giving it to you. And those that did not, then that's not the book for them. But I was really important. And then, you know, a BFF in the, she, well, I call her my BFF, uh, Bajanista. I was so, it was so great to see her book come out with her picture on it. And I was just like, that is showing people that look like us, that there are people in this space. Because when I had my finances jacked up, the people that I was looking at to get to a different place did not look like me. But I I didn't know that there were people out there that looked like me that knew how. So I just took in what I can to, could take in from whomever, right? So it was important to me back to the relatability point to ensure that I, I represented the brand. So you know, I know your story for real, for real, because it was mine. And I'm the one that's sharing it because now I'm able to do it in the place that I am right now. So yeah. I thought I was going to be eating soup. Like I, I told you, I love to talk, so I can't even get to, well, soup. I'm going to have to heat it up when, I, when we're done. It is really good. Y'all. I'm telling you right now, they are the truth with this whole packaging and in in flavorful. That's all I have to say. Okay. All right. Sorry. I digress.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's incredible. And I love your, your need for representation and realizing that and speaking to every minority out there that has that struggle, because we really, really do, whether it's that shame of, you know, not telling anyone that you have money struggles, and then just falling deeper in a struggle, or even thinking to yourself, I don't, my parents don't know how to handle money, how the hell am I supposed to learn? You know what I mean? You just think, and and they learned either from their parents who knew nothing, because again, it was gatekept for so long, yes. because, you know, you have people who had the privilege of, Having people who were so educated on that and sharing that importance to their kids. We didn't, you know, and to see now that like this information is available out there and people who look like us are doing it, you know what I mean? Making it possible. I admire you for that and it's amazing and for standing your ground because that's so hard when people who are experts, you know what I mean, are telling you. Your book is going to fail if you put your face on it. And you're like, hell no, my book is going to succeed because my face is on it. I love that so much. Thank you for that. I appreciate
0: that. Yeah, it was it was interesting. But I landed where I am on it. And not only am I on it, I'm on it sitting to the side. And I have on ripped jeans because that's me. I want it to be authentic. That is how I, I roll every day. So that's exactly how it's represented. So yes, thank you for those comments.
1: And I love that you brought up Tiffany Alicia for The Bajanista because she is so front and center and she has been on Good Morning America. She has been on so many different platforms saying, this is me. This is what I look like. This is my experience. This is my information. And she and she gives so much so freely Mm-hmm. and willingly, because mm-hmm. she wants people to come out of this struggle. And you do the same thing. And it's so important to not be. And I think that when people have tried to find financial solutions on their own, it is very step one, create a spreadsheet. Step two, don't buy Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Step three, instead of transforming their mindset. Mm-hmm. Because if they're just following the steps without transforming their relationship and their money story, Mm -hmm. they're going to fall back right into the same problems and same habitual reactions when their money increases or if their money decreases. Like it's going to be the same consistent problems that they had. Exactly right. So how do you speak with your clientele about their money story and Do they even know that they have a money story? (laughs) Let me tell you something. I feel like, so pre-COVID, I actually had
0: a brick and mortar space and people literally come in. So, you know, that, that setting is different. Virtual is what it is, but they would come in. And I remember saying to my husband, I almost feel like I need to be a social worker as well, because people really literally get under the covers. And I mean, for real, for real. So I I feel like, so people always ask like, why you, I feel like there is um, a connection that happens with myself and my clients that they are comfortable with sharing at least why they think they're in the financial space that they're in. Right. So oftentimes they walk in the door, not that they know that they have an issue, I'll call it. But once we sit down, I first share with them that it's whatever happened yesterday happened yesterday. You taking the step to be in this room, is you wanting something different. So let's talk about how we get there. And they go to, well, I'm here and I expect this and I try to take care of my son and my mother. And you know, they bring in all the other stuff. To And, and what I usually do is sit there like this because I'm not there to judge that. I'm there to let you release that so that you're ready to receive what I'm gonna give. So it's not my place to do that, right? And I find that when that is unloaded, they are so ready to go to what we're gonna talk about. I don't need I don't even need to touch that. It's like I needed somebody that I could just drop that out and not judge me for whatever that was and now wants to willingly help me get to a different place. So that's how, that's really literally how it happens. They, you know, through the screen and, and, you know, before that in the room. And when they do that, there's like, okay, so let's talk about it. And I, one of the ways that I did, that I do is provide you virtually with what we work through, right? So you get this document, they are completing it. Now, remember they come to me, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I don't have enough in in all these things. When they write it down, It's like, wait, wait, this is saying I have 365 left. I'm like, I put the numbers in there. You did that. But you know what happens, Bethany, is you know what it is, is they oftentimes people get paid Thursday, Friday they are waiting two weeks for that paycheck, right? So they're taking the kids out. Well, I got to take the kids for ice cream. I got to, we got to go for tacos or whatever it is that they're doing. Then Monday, they're sitting down. They don't even know they just spent $130 because they got, they had it. They got paid. They, of course, they want to treat themselves because they haven't been able to do it for the past two weeks. So when they sit down, they're like, What? They didn't put in the tacos. They didn't put in the gas for the car. They put the car payment. They put the car insurance, but not the gas. So when they start to really sit down, and I call it now intimate with their money, it becomes a whole different life. I spent that like, what? That's how much Chinese food I had or whatever it is that they're eating. They become, they, they become aware. And then they, the changes started to happen just because they can't even believe they're spending that much money on stuff. Now, yes, there are some clients that literally are just making it. So then we go into, okay, what do you love doing? What are you passionate about? So let's figure out how you can earn from what you're passionate about to supplement here, right? Maybe you got enough for the bills, but you can't save. So let's do that so that you could, I always tell them, this is what I do. I don't know people may feel differently. You save regardless if you have enough, you're going to automate it and forget about it. If it's $10, you are going to do something even before you pay the bills. And then this other money will be to help you pay for the bills. So I get them started on what can they do based on what they love doing. So not always a second job. It is because then you feel like, oh, Oh, I gotta do that again. It's what like this right here, I can do every day, all day. So when it's something you're passionate about like that and you're skilled in, let's let you get paid for that to supplement what you're doing. So it it just it just becomes just what you're hearing right now is what how the client conversations go. It's the unloading. I'm not here to judge you. Sometimes I'm transparent about why I do what I do. That also helps them. But most times, that's how they get in the door, hearing my story somewhere. And it's about let's make this happen. I, I, whatever even happened the day before you got here, you're not a bad person. You're a person that didn't have information that you were going to get from me and
1: steps, and tactics, and accountability. Yes. So let's so transition oh, it into. Oh, sorry. So let's <laughs> let's transition it into podcasting because i i imagine our listeners are either people who are looking to get into podcasting as their own podcast or people who are looking into a podcasting business albeit creating cover art or intros and outros or doing the whole gamut of of producing and managing like like we do mm-hmm. so if somebody says i don't have any money but podcasting is just recording so i should be fine right <laughs> I, I love that giggle because that's so untrue. <laughs> so tell people how and why it's important to kind of have a financial plan when they're thinking about creating a podcast.
0: Oh, yeah. So and, and I talk a little bit about this. I actually blogged about this story is you you want to plan for whatever you want to do when there's dollars associated with that, right? You want to start, to, this is the best way to look at it. What is it? What is the goal, right? You want to be a podcaster, you you know, whatever that is. And then what does it take to get to that goal? What's the date you want to get to that goal? And then you work on the steps to get you to that goal, right? So for a podcast, like, <laughs> so I, I'm still chuckling where, oh, it doesn't take anything, right? So one, you have to have the appropriate equipment, right? You want to make sure if you're not a person that can edit that you have factored in for somebody to edit you to your point, cover art, there's a cost associated. Some people use, you know, there's these platforms that people can use as well. So you want to start to research on how how much that stuff costs. How much is the mic? How much is the filter? You know, do you have the best computer? Which is the best mic? Because not the cutest mic is the best mic, right? So what's the best mic? You know, all of these various different things. Editing was another thing that is something I didn't factor in. And I talk about that like. I did not do that. I thought, and the other thing is, I thought I had to go into a studio. I didn't know I can sit right here and do that. So I talked about that. So with everything, I encourage budgeting. Find research and figure out all the things that you need that has a price tag associated with it literally write down, don't just write, I need a mic. I need a filter. I need a whatever. I need a mic. It costs X. I need a filter. It costs X. Like write down those dollar amounts, come up with that total. And then in your overall budget, because you are budgeting overall, right? And that overall budget, you want to begin to put That goal within that budget. So it may not be in that first month. It may not be in that first paycheck. You may have to do it over three months, but you do not want to disrupt your budget to make your podcast happen. Right. You want to ensure that you can do it aligned with being able to still pay your bills, save and all those other things you do. So the only way you can do that is understand what that full exposure is for that cost and then break it up based on your overall budget. And then once you achieve that goal, then you go out and get the equipment. Maybe you, maybe not wait all the way to, I'm going to say three months to get everything. Maybe the first month you get the mic in the filter and you buy that out of that paycheck or that month. The next thing, maybe you upgrade your a computer device, or your whatever it is that you're using um, to actually record and use your Zoom, or whatever you're doing, or streamyard, whichever you're doing. And then maybe it's okay. You have to secure an editor or somebody to edit your podcast. Figure oh, figure out if you're doing audio or video or both, and figure out what that entails. Right? Maybe you need the higher level of Zoom, and you hadn't used that. You were just using free. Factor that cost in. So you want to do all the costs, all the items the cost align with it, get to that total and then plan it out and do not do it. Do not miss a bill payment to start another venture because you're just exacerbating your situation. You will feel, remember it's about freedom. Right. So when you plan, plan out what you want to do, then you do it freer. You're more relieved. You're not stressed out about what you're getting into, because then it's going to become, oh, my gosh, I can't believe my pop. I didn't pay my bill. How can you have a good interview when you're thinking about the fact that you didn't do that over there? So that's what I will say, just to quickly recap, write down all the things that you need to start your show. So that, that is from the platform that you're hosting it on to, you know, the, the level of zoom or whatever it is that you need, the uh, cover art, the editing, the microphone and filter. And I encourage filter and get that total cost and then follow items to see if they're on sale and then purchase them when your budget allows for the purchase. And that's how I would encourage you to budget, to start for your podcast, to start your podcast.
1: And just a reminder to everybody who's listening, people have misunderstanding that when you create a podcast, it's immediately a moneymaker. Mm. And that is unless you are a large name with a large following that is so far from the truth, you get experiences and you get connections and, you, and those are ways in which you can create money from your podcast. There, there are actually a, a handful of different ways. But just starting out on this venture of podcasting and having a podcast, people are not going to be throwing the dollar dollar bills at you.
0: So, I love what you tell people often, excuse me. I tell them often in everything, don't compare your year one or day one to somebody's year five or 10. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I turn on a podcast and I look at somebody that's just a lot, everybody says, What's his name, Seth? Like, uh, whoever these large podcasters out there with a lot of sponsors and all this, like, how long have they been podcasting? And you on day one want the same thing? Like, put the work in, my friend. (laughs) You know what I mean? And again, if you don't don't enjoy talking and engaging with folks, that may not even be the option for you. Don't just do it because you think you can make money. You have to enjoy it. That that brings about the conversation. The listener can hear if you're enjoying, if you all are enjoying talking to one another. So if you're like, okay, do you like podcasting? Okay. Was that soup good? Just because you think it's a channel for money? Like, Lord, like, no, 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 no.
1: <laughs> and, and I love that because everybody's podcast experience is so different. Mm-hmm. Cheryline and I's podcast is very different than your podcast. Your podcast is very different than like sisters connect or melanated conversations. Yeah. So even in this podcasting media stream, every single podcast is so different. So to try to say, well, this was a winning formula for chatting over chowder. So I'm just going to replicate and mimic what they do. Mm-hmm. That is not going to bring you prosperous results so. because we, it, it's very unique to Charlotte and myself. Right. Just like your podcast is very unique to you. Yes. So people will be like, oh, Patrina's talking about finances, and Tiffany, the budget niece, is talking about finances. I'm going to talk about finances as well. How come I haven't received as many listeners or downloaders, downloads or sponsors or engagements? As you said, your experience is very different from somebody who's just coming out of the gate. That's right. That's exactly right. And yes. that's why you got soup. Because...
0: <laughs> First of all, let me just put this plug in here. And they are not, Sherilyn and Bethany are not paying me for this, but nobody can duplicate what they're doing right now. Cause this is the real deal. Like the packaging go, go to my, I'm not trying to plug my podcast, but go to my IG because I did a um story on the pack, the, what I received in the mail. And if I didn't need to hurry up and eat it, I would have done it like a lot <laughs> better than I did, but I'm just telling you, that's, the, I, I bring this up because you have to find your lane, right? You you all have developed a show that you have added a piece in that's unique to you. And that is what the experience is what people are buying into. So before they, before I even get on the show with you wonderful ladies, I'm like, I, I was on the phone with my friend. I'm like, I can't even believe I call my husband like, De- de- wait I'm embarrassed <laughs> I'm like I sent a thank you note in the link to the show I'm like these ladies <laughs> I'm like I didn't want to undo the ladle like it was so beautifully right I'm so serious I am about details and I'm like wow wow you you know so really really nice job and what I will say what the reason why I'm bringing that up is because you've decided that's what you wanted to be a part of your show. It's an experience for me as the person coming on your show, but and it's one that I won't forget. Like I will be, I'm sure I will talk about this often and, and it's actually making me want to level up. Like, what can I do? Like, I, I don't know if I can, you know, I won't do anything like this, but I need to give a thank you in a different way to my clients. And you're not even thanking me after say a great show you're saying this is a part of you saying yes like that is you you ladies that is I just can't even I've been on a lot of shows and I've had you know great interviews with hosts that have been on shows I have not been on a show that done anything near this so kudos to you all for making that a part of the experience for somebody coming to you know chop it up with you really and then it's really good. <laughs> so I just want to have a nice, um, like, you know, presentation button Hey, hang. The soup is also good <laughs> just to let you know. OK, I'm sorry. I, I go. You, know, I told you I like to talk. So sorry about that. I hope I didn't go too far off.
1: <laughs> and this is why Charlotte and I are, are super cot- conscientious about who we bring on Chatting Over Chowder. Mm. Because it, and it's so funny, Patrina had actually reached out and she was like, "Hey, when can I be on your show?" And I was <laughs> like, "Well, let's just do a coffee and chat. Let's just let's just talk and get to yeah. know each other and and just super casual." Yeah. And at the end of that, I said, "Okay, let's schedule you to be on the show." <laughs> it was yeah. very purposeful, but yes. the way in which we go about vetting the people that we don't know personally for for an extended period of time mm-hmm. is. Because of what you just said, we want to honor the people who are going to come and bring the knowledge and be amazing and have that energy and that we have a great rapport with. And we know that our listeners are going to get a lot out of this interview in this conversation. Mm-hmm. So because you are so gracious with your information, we want to honor you. And mm-hmm. we want to get you excited about the interview and excited about talking to us. And it's just... It's such a delight because it always puts our guests in such a great mood <laughs> yes. that we we always have a bomb into right, Caroline. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> no, I agree. But that goes to show how much you care about those that take the time to listen to the show. You want you vet out. Every person that you bring, so that you're bringing forth the best experience that you can possibly bring to those that are that are listening to you, and that that's that's you know something to be set for that as well.
1: So let's talk about what you listen to and the podcast (laughs) that that. Are engaging your brain and your and your earbuds.
0: <laughs> yeah. So one one of my favorite shows, and they're they're just a favorite couple of mine. Um, to watch, I actually had the opportunity to meet them in person, and that is the the brains behind the married couple and brains behind his or her money. So love them, and you know, one of the episodes that I listened to and um excited, it sort of ties into what we're talking about. Is I'm also a blogger. A Finance blogger. And I wanted to learn how people were monetizing their blogs, right? And I listened to an episode of theirs. It actually was called um, How to Create a Six Figure Blog. And they had a guest on talking about how she did this, she and her husband actually. And man, it was amazing. And they, every episode that they bring, again, they too have a relatability factor that they are sharing their experience. And because they know so many people are looking for ways to monetize various different things, they bring for either they do it themselves or they bring forth guests that tell you A, B, C, one, two, three. They're not talking like high level, they literally tell you if you do this, if you're in that lane, this is what the kind of success you can see. You may not get the exact same success like we talked about because you're just not the same people. But here's some things that we literally did from point A to point Z. And then if you want to try to execute it, if you want to, if you think it'll work for you, you can. So one of the episodes that I listened to recently with them that it was about that how to monetize your blog and on um, various different things and I learned a lot from it and I, I usually do and one of the th- one of the reasons why I really love their podcast is because it's husband and wife my husband is not into this stuff at all he supports everything that I do but. This is one that he listens to. <laughs> so I like to, so sometimes we can, I can talk about, you know, what I hear from the episodes because, you know, I talk about this money stuff all the time. Right. And that's just not his lane. And so what I learned through as we now almost at 10 years, we, it's best that he hears some things from other people and he enjoys their show. So that's another reason why I love their show. I'm like, cause things I want to tell my husband, he's getting through that show. Oh, let me tell you about these guys. And then when I finally met them in person, I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then I met them in person. And then so like, so he he stays engaged. So every now and then he'll bring up a topic that and I know he's watching episodes. So, yeah, they're two of my faves. Absolute faves.
1: I love that it's not just about finances either because I listened to how to to reverse the negative consequences in your life. Yes. Is that the one you listened to Mm -hmm. as well, Sherilyn? Yep. (laughs) What did you think of it?
2: No, I think it's brilliant. And I think also, because again, mindset is is huge. But then also as a couple, I think that that's extremely important because people forget like you can make money and your partner can make money, but how you are able to connect that together makes a huge difference. And how you're able to, because again, different backgrounds, different habits, you know what I mean? So I, I love just how they touch on those topics and how to sort of meld that well together and, and shift your mindset together as well. And, and like on that point, I, I don't
0: know how far back this episode is, or maybe I just know them because I've been in rooms where they've presented. They actually talked about when they got together, she was, the wife in, in, in the couple was more financially astute than her husband was. She had great credit, he didn't. So even coming together from a dating standpoint and then getting married, trying to work that stuff out. So they even shared that, again, another relatability factor, right? Like one is at one spectrum and one is at the other. And then now they have a fantastic, well-known, renowned business together. It's amazing. So it's another reason why like, I like following their journey is, or, or knowing of their journey, because I didn't know them when they started out, but listening to the episodes where they talk about how they were on different ends and how they now came together, and and actually, I think her story and where she was financially like helped him level up. Like he wanted to be with her, his credit is not right. Like oh my gosh, I can't like she ain't gonna want to be with me. So it's it's really interesting, and their style of presenting because they they have uh, visual podcasts as well that they they come together in a really really, really nice way. So yeah, love them.
1: So tell us about the other podcast that you recommended, which is Journey to Launch.
0: Yeah. So Journey to Launch, she's another, she's just a beast in her space. I actually think both of these, his and her money and Journey to Launch, um, Jamila, Jamilia, I think is how you say her name. She, they're full-time podcasting, right? And But again, journey been around a long time. So they didn't just start out yesterday. And what I love again about her show, similarly to theirs, is you could listen to an episode and walk away with meaningful, actionable things that you can actually put in place. It's just not like a, a dialogue only. It's like, do, this is a story and how it was done to achieve whatever the show topic is about. Right. And then she also do, she does a great mixture of, I'm going to tell you a little bit of something. I'm going to tell you some of my story, you know, in in, these are very different episodes. And then I'm also going to bring a guest on that's going to tell you about their story or their expertise. So she does a lot of that. I, she was actually one that I listened to a lot and she's in the finance game as well. Right. And not game, but the financial arena and I'm like, I love, I love how she does her show. And I happened to have an opportunity to meet her in person as well at a conference. And I was like, you know what? And she inspired me to want to podcast because of her her desire to get the message out to masses and this was another way like not everybody wants to pick up a book and read it or even listen to an audiobook not everybody wants to read a blog not everybody comes in a room to a presentation virtually or in person so when they're driving the kids to school to work to the grocery store they want to listen to a podcast so I'm like this is another way and my goal to share with people how they can do this differently, podcasting was the way. So she was an inspiration to me getting started as well.
1: You're so rad, Petrina.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you.
1: <laughs> you truly are. Every every time I come in contact with you, it's just like, you're just such an effervescent light of knowledge and love and heart and soul. And you can't fake the funk if you tried. <laughs> My- <laughs> If you tried to say that you weren't having a good time, like your whole body would just lie on you. (laughs) (laughs) And I appreciate you so much. And I want everyone who is listening either as soon as the episode drops or like three years from now to be able to follow you and find you and contact you and have you as their financial coach. So Bisk, please (laughs) tell our listeners where they can find you.
0: First and foremost, I want to say thank you. Thank you both Bethany and Sherline for having me. And, And I love how comfortable you made the session in the setting. So I appreciate you. Thank you for the opportunity to share where people can find me. So first, I'll say my website, which is itsmymoneyjournal.info. That's i t s m y m o n e y j o u r n a l dot info. I know it's wickedly long, but that's why I spell it. So across social, that's where I really want you guys to show up for me. Come to me on social. So my Instagram and Facebook is it's my money underscore. That's I T S M Y M O N E Y underscore. It's my money underscore. My podcast has its own Instagram page and that is the money exchange underscore. So check me out there. I encourage you all to follow me. I put out great financial tips and share information as it becomes available about what's going on in the world as it pertains to money as well. If you want to work directly with me, if you go to my website, there is a contact page. Again, the website is itsmymoneyjournal.info. There is a contact page. My email is there. There's a contact page, but my email is down below, phone number, etc., so that you can get to me if you want to work one-on-one. I also have a Facebook community. It's called It's My Money Squad. That's It's My Money Squad. You'll see uh, my little picture. And you'll know that it's me if you're looking at me, you'll see it. But Patrina Dixon is my name. So you'll see that come up when you search for it on Facebook. So I encourage you to join my community. I love my community. So yeah, It's My Money underscore. Just remember that and you can get everywhere else that, that you want to go. If that's blog, if that's podcast, wherever. It's My Money underscore.
1: Thank you. And I'm so glad that your face is everywhere because you're so freaking cute. Like Aww. it would be a miscarriage of justice if you didn't have your face on your your Facebook group and your book in social media because you're so it, you be dressing. I was like, look up a in that dress. Go ahead, queen.
0: <laughs> so it's funny that you say that because for a while I would wear my It's My Money shirt all the time, shirt or sweatshirt. And somebody actually DM'd me. was like, do you have any other clothes? So I'm like, what? And then my, I said, I told my mom that somebody said that to me. And there, she was like, well, you do wear it all the time. <laughs> so that's a whole show for a different day. But so thank you for saying that because I've been trying to bring forth me... I guess in something else, that's what you guys are asking for. (laughs) But thank you for that.
1: (laughs) I am seriously crying from that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for your time and your energy in this conversation. You are just a dream and a delight. And we're so honored that you are on.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I had a blast.
1: Thank you. Have a great day.
2: Thank you so much for listening to Chatting Over Chowder. This episode is sponsored by Crackers & Soup. You can find out more about
1: our guest and Crackers & Soup in our show notes. If you loved this episode, subscribe and drop us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, stay super!